Hi guys. Happy Monday. Welcome back to our 15th episode of the Wellness Wake Up. Hi, Carolyn. Welcome back. Hi, Marissa. Yeah, this is going to be our last episode of this season, but we have a ton more coming at you in our second season and would love to hear back from you guys. What resonated? Who would you like to hear from? You know, if we're going to invite some guests on, or are there any topics we didn't get to yet this season? So this has been awesome for us and hopefully you've learned a whole lot too if you've been with us through the whole season. Yes, it has been a lot of fun and we definitely have a lot more coming, but we are going to take a little break, but we're leaving you with a really good topic. We are going to talk about living a healthy life while balancing your social life. You know, Carolyn and I both work with really busy clients. We have really busy lives ourselves. And a lot of us do really well when we're on a routine, but then really kind of struggle the second that, you know, it's not Monday at your desk and you know exactly what's for lunch. So before we get into that, let's start with our magic moments. Carolyn, do you want to start with yours? Yeah. I went to an arcade yesterday with my nieces and it was like, first off the middle of the day on a Monday, because they were on vacation (laughs) and um, we went bowling. We got to like hit some things. It was just like super, super fun day and play all these, like play like giant Pac-Man, all of these things that like, I never let myself do. I'm like trying to go to yoga or like go for a hike <laughs> and sort of just do the polar opposite, like VR games and all of that goodness it was just fun to let myself play a little bit and just enjoy. And of course, soaking up time with my fam too. Um, I love what that. about you? What was your magic? Moment? And her nieces are so adorable. I've yes. never seen that. <laughs> um, that sounds like the best. My magic moment was also yesterday. So it was Monday, which was President's Day. And I decided to give myself mostly a holiday. I just saw one client and then the weather was absolutely beautiful in New York. So I ended up getting lunch with my cousin and just walked around the rest of the day kind of aimlessly. And it was so nice. It's really crazy. I woke up with such anxiety yesterday and then being outside in like that fresh air and the sun actually being on your face totally Mm. changed my mood. And I think it's such a good reminder and so hopeful as like spring is somewhere around the corner ish somewhere somewhere it's hard (laughs) it's hard over here on the east coast it's like the the air really just hurts your face in a different way I have to say (laughs) in Colorado I'm like what totally forgot like you need face gear this is where masks actually are really oh masks are amazing I would be wearing one through winter for the rest of my life They are very warming. Amazing. So let's hop in to living a healthy life while balancing your social life. We're going to cover a little bit about restaurant eating and also traveling too, because those are the big ones that throw people's schedules off from what they normally do on a day-to-day basis. And we think that both of those things are also really, really important. We want you to be able to live your life as much as like having a routine and some structure can be really powerful. Letting all of it go sometimes is really powerful exercise too, and sort of rolling with it and being a little more spontaneous. So yeah, I want to jump in. Yeah. Well, I think the first thing is like getting really clear on what your lifestyle does look like, right? A lot of people get in the habit of being like, you know, oh, it's my one time going to this restaurant or it's my one time going to an event. So, you know, I'm not going to really focus on it. I'll do whatever I want. And when I sit down with a client, we look at their food journal. Sometimes we realize, oh, you actually, you know, you go out to eat more than you thought, or you do have plans more than you thought, or you are traveling more than you thought. So for a lot of us, we need to figure out how to like keep some like resemblance of a routine when things are a little bit less in our control. So I always talk about, there's such a fine line and I don't really love the word control with food, but I like the visual of like you being in the driver's seat with your decisions around your wellness game, right? So I don't need you to micromanage every ounce of what's going on, but you do get to choose and you just really want to start to notice, okay, what are the good things 
that work well for you in your routine on the day-to-day basis? Mm -hmm. And then how can you start to keep up with that when you do go on a trip or when you go to a restaurant or when you're at an event, how can we hold on to some of those things that make you feel really good? Yeah. I think there's such an important part of wellness is actually enjoyment too, and allowing (laughs) yourself some freedom and some fun and the opposite of that control, but also knowing what makes you feel your best too. So I do this with clients too. It's like, what are the things every single day, you know, your, your morning, your sort of AM bookends, like that, you know, kick your day off in a good way. Even if that night, you know, you're going to go out and maybe like have some drinks or whatever it is, or you're going out to like a big, like really fun dinner. So just doing like sort of some walkthroughs of like, what are the points in your day that you know are really going to be nourishing for you? And so maybe it's like the opposite of like thinking of the word control there too, if that doesn't resonate with you. I don't mind that word, but you know, (laughs) Um, but I I think that like, those are the, the little puzzle pieces that are within your control are really important to make sure that you actually are doing. So waking up and having a huge glass of water first thing or tuning into Marissa's Instagram and getting that reminder (laughs) to drink your water every single day or making sure that you're having a breakfast, like not saving up for your night out is another really important one. So still keeping, you know, those, those elements that you're like, okay, all of this is what makes me feel good. Still have a fun night out at a meal, you know, they don't usually eat and like move on with my life too. And I think what you're talking about is saying goodbye to that all or nothing thinking. So a lot of people get in the habit of being like, well, I'm going away this weekend. So, you know, F everything. It doesn't really matter. I'm not going to drink my water. I'm not going to take my supplements, not going to even look for a vegetable kind of situation. And it doesn't need to look like that. You know, we can focus on, it's such an empowering way to look at food and wellness in general. If you focus on what you do want to do Mm -hmm. and what you do want to, I think like, you know, we can use that word control in such like an empowering way. Like I'm choosing this. I want this. And I think remembering that it doesn't have to be your perfect, you know, quote unquote, perfect, right? Because nothing is perfect day when it teeters on perfection, then we almost edge over into orthorexia, right? So like, Mm -hmm. it's the idea of, okay, what can I focus on today? And even if, you know, yeah, I'm going to dinner party with my friends and I don't really know what they're making. That's totally fine. And we'll go with the flow, but it feels really great that I got my steps in this morning and I drank a glass of water. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk specifically about restaurants and events, because those are the ones that probably pop up most frequently for each other, especially at this moment in time, just getting back to our real lives to post COVID. So when it comes to restaurants, what do you start with, with clients? I start with like speaking up for the most part. So I cannot tell you how many times someone will sit in the chair across from me or across from me on zoom and say to me, well, we went to a taco place. So I had to have tacos or we went to my friend wanted cheeseburgers. So I had to get a cheeseburger. And I think there is always a time and a place, right? It's your friend's birthday party. And she chooses to go to Mineta Tavern, like, please go get a cheeseburger and enjoy it and let that Yum. be. Yes. <laughs> but I'm going for a cheeseburger for my friend's birthday on Thursday. So that's why that came to mind. Ooh. But if you are going to a random weeknight dinner with a friend and you don't really want a cheeseburger tonight, maybe suggest a place and a restaurant that has things that you know you want to be mm-hmm. eating. You know, it's not doesn't mean that you need to go to like a raw vegan restaurant for dinner, but maybe you go a place that has a ton of veggies on the menu and some things where you guys can pick and choose and maybe food that like actually makes your body feel really good and feel like you want to be eating. So I think like getting involved with picking the restaurant and going along with that, even if you don't pick the restaurant, don't be one of those people that sits there and let everyone else order for you. Mm-hmm. If you let everyone else order for you, you're going to eat what everyone else wants to eat. And nothing is more annoying to me than when I go to a dinner and there's food on the table that I don't really want to be eating mm-hmm. and yeah. you're paying for it regardless. So speak up and you don't need to be shy about what you're speaking up for. No one feels uncomfortable saying they want the French fries 
So why should you ever feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. saying, can we add the kale salad? Like, totally. you shouldn't. You know, these and, are the people you want to be with. Just say what you need. Yeah, absolutely. And I always find in tapas style eating, that's where it can get tricky when there's like lots of different plates, but no one ever notices what you like order a little extra of. So throw in some of those like higher protein dishes, you know, ceviches and things like that. Throw in the veggie side dishes or the salad too. Like everyone actually is usually really grateful <laughs> that that's out there and that stuff ends up getting really eaten as well. So I love that. Speak up for yourself and also be like an active part of the decision-making too. And like, yeah, there might be something that, you know, a fun food or two that everyone wants to try, like awesome. And it doesn't have yeah. to look like, you know, poke and greens at a fun night out yeah. for sure. <laughs> but like there can be some balance there too. And like choose when you're going to have those sort of more splurge situations too. So I always go to like, there's a rule that I use with clients called ABCD. Mm, and these are just the rule. four areas that I see people can, can sort of go off the rails a little bit with it's alcohol it's the bread bowl, it's the dinner carb. So, you know, like the potato or the rice or whatever it is, their pasta and the dessert. So ABCD and choose like, try to choose two of those. It doesn't mean have no fun, but like, just watch what you're doing. If you always go for all four of those, like you're probably not going to feel so hot the next day, Mm -hmm. but for most people, it can look a little bit different for each place you go to and like, check out, Oh, you know, the menu in advance. Oh, I definitely want to have a cocktail at this place. And I know that I'm going to try, you know, the dessert. I'm really looking forward to that. Okay. So can I skip the bread and just maybe make some other like healthier choices when it comes to like what your entree is going to be and get the fish dish or whatever. Yeah. And I think it just makes you like pick and choose with those things. Right. Sometimes we eat the bread basket because we sit down and we're just starving and it's Mm -hmm. automatic. But I know if I'm going somewhere and really looking forward to that pasta, I don't really want to fill up on the bread before I even get started on the pasta. So I think it's a really helpful way to pick and choose. The one caveat I'll say is if you pick the bread bowl and alcohol, that doesn't mean that you get the entire bowl of bread and the entire (laughs) bottle of wine because you're still not going to feel great. We still want you to exercise mindfulness there when you're doing that. So Mm -hmm. I think that's a really great way. Like start being choosy about what you're having, right? Maybe that also means that like some days you do have all of those things, but just you're way more like picky on the amounts of it that you're Mm -hmm. having, right? Maybe you want to try the bread basket. Okay. You know, split a piece with someone and then maybe your friend orders the pasta dish and you want a little bit. It doesn't need to be a hard and fast thing, but I think it's a really great way to bring awareness to those things that aren't necessarily on our plates at home all the Mm -hmm. time where they do show up on a restaurant. You brought up another good point that I wanted to highlight when you said like tapas style eating. Mm -hmm. One thing with that that can be really hard is it almost like that cheese board phenomenon that I've talked about before on the podcast where like you sit next to the cheese board and all of a sudden you ate the wheel of brie and you didn't even notice. Mm -hmm. And the same thing with tapas can happen too because you take a bite of the tuna tartare and then you take a bite of this and a bite of that. And you don't have any visualization of what's going on and what you're actually eating. So one thing that can be really helpful is use that appetizer plate that they are giving you in front of you. Mm -hmm. So practice like surveying your options of appetizers when they come and then putting the amount of each thing that you actually want on your plate. So, you know, taking a few pieces of the tuna tartare and some shishito peppers and a piece of the flatbread or whatever it is, just put it on your plate. So your brain gets that like visualization and that brings in some mindfulness and some space to help you pause. And if you want more of something, go for it, but put it on your plate. 
first. Love it. To switch gears a little from that with when it comes to alcohol, like this is where I see things go really off track is when people drink on empty, when they show up to dinner and they're starving or show up to an event, they haven't eaten since lunch and drinking on empty is just going to make the wheels come off when it comes to food too. So always just trying to have a little something in your stomach. And that could look like ordering a little app of olives that could look like, you know, some nuts on the way that could look like a bar on the way to whatever it is, or even just like a piece of fruit an hour before I typically think of a little good fat as being like a really good buffer before alcohol. Mm. But just something to keep in mind too, if you find that, like, I know everyone likes that little first feeling of feeling tipsy, but mm-hmm. actually then that's going to make you like dive headfirst into the Red Bull. So starting to notice your own patterns too of this, if like you have a couple drinks and then all of a sudden everyone is ordering dessert or you no longer have control over what you end up ordering or you forget to order the veggies uh, mm-hmm. or whatever it is, just starting to pay attention to those habits around drinking too, because that is what I find can just be like the beginning of the wheels falling off too. Yeah. I think that's great advice. And that brings up the whole, like have a snack before you go. Do not show up to a restaurant meal starving. Of course, you're going to eat the entire bread basket and maybe then spoil your appetite or spoil your appetite before you even get to your appetizer. So make sure that you are eating consistently throughout the day. We've said this on our holiday episodes and probably a million and a half other episodes before, but saving up is not a thing. Like it doesn't work. Biology is going to win. You're going to be starving and you're going to overdo it. So eat consistently throughout the day. And I also think it can be helpful too. If you know, you're going to a restaurant meal, get really good quality nutrition in earlier on in the day. That does not mean like restrict everything. It just means like maybe go for a really veggie heavy lunch, you know, get in a salad that day where you're getting all these veggies. So that way, if it doesn't happen at dinner, you at least got some in earlier in the day. Yeah. So this category, I would say like we call picking your non-negotiables throughout your day too. We mentioned it a little bit earlier, but really focusing on like, what are the things in your day you can control? So a couple of our favorites would be definitely having a high protein breakfast, which can make you feel more in control later in the day. It gives us energy all day long. It could be also about maybe like a certain amount of movement throughout your day, especially in the morning, getting outside for sunlight early in the day helps with our energy all day long. So those are a couple of non-negotiables. What else you got in there? Yeah. And I think these are great for travel. So like when Mm -hmm. you are going away on a trip or you have something coming up, or maybe you're going to be off your routine for a little bit, pick these non-negotiables. So I love high protein breakfast. That's when I always try to do on vacation. And I find it to be really easy when you're like at a hotel and eating off the buffet, you know, there tends to be a lot of great options there. I also think like, you know, maybe you pack your supplements with you. I'm actually really proud of myself. Oh, I guess I put it away already, but I'm now bringing my supplement container every morning to work because I started to realize that on the days I go into my office, it gets a little bit harder to get everything in. Mm -hmm. So that can be one. Water is huge. Travel dehydrates us like air travel dehydrates Mm -hmm. us. Also, when you're walking around all day, we tend to not be carrying water bottles. So getting really like you know, scientific and even planning, okay, before I go out for the day, let's try to, you know, get in a liter so that when I'm walking around and traveling, you know, I am still well hydrated. Mm -hmm. And then I also love thinking about like, can you still sneak in veggies somewhere? Like make it a challenge for yourself. It can be really easy to go on vacation and not eat a vegetable all day. So maybe just like challenge. And I like like easy challenges, like one time a day, eat a vegetable. You're going to exceed that for the most part. And if you don't, who cares? You met your goal. So I think that can be a really good one. I love it. Yeah. Those are all great ones. And then when it comes to actual travel days too, like try to bring your own airport meal, airport meals are what's available at airport restaurants tends to be (laughs) kind of ick and also so overpriced. And so if you can bring your own sweet green salad or bring hard boiled eggs or oatmeal in the morning, an Ezekiel English muffin sandwich or Siete wrap sandwiches, or just a regular sandwich, 
those can be really, really helpful ways to just like actually feel satisfied as you go through your day. So you're not just picking at little snacks all through the day. I mean, I definitely can be guilty of that, but I <laughs> feel so much better when I get to a destination and have not just been like munching on kind of icky packaged snacks all day long. I always think about it too. If you're traveling, there's likely like exciting food in your future, right? Mm, like you are yes. going to have treats and fun things coming up. So let's not make like our treat something that you had to eat at the airport because the only thing the coffee shop offered was a muffin that didn't even really taste that good. Like, mm-hmm. so this is a great area where we want you to be empowered, control what you're having at the airport, you know, be in that driver's seat and bring your meal for travel. And going off of that, pack some snacks for yourself. Wherever I go, I am always bringing with myself like chomps, turkey sticks. I am bringing like nut butter packets. I really love the RX ones because I think they taste really good. And you can always buy a piece of fruit at the airport even like bags of nuts or dried edamame, or I love those like Mm. bada bean, bada boom Mm. snack situations, but don't just pack for the way there, pack for the trip. And also think about who you're going to be with, right? When I'm traveling, even like my mom eats my snacks nowadays. (laughs) I like, we were just in Mexico with my family and I packed enough so that I could offer it to everyone that I was with and not feel like, oh, this is annoying. I'm going to have nothing left for Mm -hmm. the trip home. And then I also bring a little bit of chocolate always. I'm such a sweet tooth person. People know that. So even like skinny dipped nuts or like a bar of huge chocolate, I really like Mm -hmm. to have something. So if you're like craving it, you have like a really nourishing way to get that in. That sounds so good. Um, Yeah. So pack at least one snack per day away and snacks for your family members as well. Mm -hmm. And then snacks for your way home too, if you need to re-up wherever you are in your destination and hit the grocery store before your way home. I mean, I know we're, we're like grocery shopping nerds and like love <laughs> doing, going to Whole Foods before to restock, but it can just make you feel like so much better by the time you get to your destination. And in terms of destinations too, uh, another big factor is typically jet lag too, if you're not flying mm. somewhere in your time zone. And a couple of things that can help with that is have a big veggie meal when you land, actually really eat nourishing food when you get to where you're going. So if it's to a hotel or to yeah, a new beautiful location, hopefully try to get something in there with veggies. And then also movement really, really helps our, our circadian rhythm reset too, um, and sunlight early in the morning. So just trying to get yourself on that time zone as quickly as possible, but also allow yourself to nap too, and maybe take it easy for a day mm-hmm. if you need. Yeah, that's really, really great advice. Um, I think also remembering like nothing needs to be perfect here, right? And we're telling you to bring snacks and pack your meals, but that doesn't mean that we don't want you to try things like this experience, wherever you're going, if you're traveling or the event you're going to, or the dinner you're going to, it's, you're getting nourished in such other ways, right? It's not just about that physical nourishment of the calories in that meal, right? Mm -hmm. It's about the social experience, the emotional, cultural, et cetera, all these things we get from like travel and events and spending time with friends that can maybe mean food looking a little bit differently. So, mm-hmm. you know, wellness is about so much more than just what you're eating. And it really is about you being like happy and enjoying, mm-hmm. like Carolyn said in the beginning of this. So not getting bogged down in the little details, but hopefully this gave you some tools to really set yourself up for success. And remembering that saying dose makes the poison. So you want to try things. We want you to try them. Just be really empowered in how much of things you're having, right? Maybe I like, I'm thinking about when we were in Mallorca this summer, there was this like pastry that was like local to Mallorca. So I definitely wanted to try it. But if I would have, we were like having it before dinner and I ended up like splitting one versus if I would have had like seven of those, I probably would have felt really full and sluggish mm-hmm. and not been able to enjoy my nice dinner. So it doesn't have to be an all or nothing. It's really like a little bit might feel really great. 
and too much might be the point we're trying to help you avoid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So go back and listen to our mindfulness episode too, because I think that can be really helpful and like exactly how to put this into action as well. And so that it's not just like, so it doesn't sound so, and we know it's like overly simplified here, but like, if you're thinking, okay, what are the action steps to actually mindfully enjoy something? That is the episode for you to go listen to. <laughs> I love that. Anywhere um, we can plug that episode. Plug that ourselves a little one. bit. <laughs> yeah. So in the big picture too, like we want you to both to feel amazing when you go through your life on a day-to-day basis, but also on these trips too. And I think especially if you're going on like a beach trip. I know this is a little bit more specific, but not actually going hardcore dieting before you go away and eating like Mm. you're taking really good care of yourself. Like I know the idea of being in bathing suits and stuff can be like, you know, stressful even for us, but also just making sure that you are really taking good care of yourself and not getting yourself into one of those. Oh, I'm not going to eat anything for the two weeks before I go on this trip. It always, always backfires. Yeah. Hopefully you guys learned something that you can Mm -hmm. take with you at your next dinner or event or next time you travel somewhere fun. And really, we can't thank you guys enough for listening this Mm. past season. Like this has been, it was such a small random idea of ours that really, really grew. And I'm really proud of what we put out. And we're so grateful for all of you listening and your feedback. And we'll definitely be back for more. We're just going to take a little bit of a break and come back better than ever. Definitely. We will see you for season two in a couple of weeks or yeah, probably about a month or so. Not too long. (laughs) We'll miss each other too much. Um, And yeah, again, we'd love to hear from you what you want to hear more of. Thank you for tuning in and hope you've gotten a little bit of a wellness wake up yourself and put some of these tips into action. I love that. Well, happy Monday, guys. We will see you in a couple of weeks. See you soon. Bye.